the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Prevent your users from leaving that horrible one-star rating. HelpShift offers the easiest way to collect user feedback, bug reporting, and more without users ever having to leave your app. Plus, you can even get a customizable help center and unlimited FAQs. And the best part, it's all free. Get started today by going to helpshift.com slash appmasters. That once again is helpshift.com slash appmasters. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of appmasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads and more importantly, those revenues. And to grow those revenues, you want to have some customer feedback. So I know we talk a lot about scale and growing that user base, but you might get more customer support. So what's the best way of handling the influx of new support tickets coming in? Well, we believe it's chatbot marketing. We're here to break it all down, the benefits, how to really set it up, and do people prefer a real person? I brought on Samantha Pang. She is the VP of Customer Success and Growth at HelpShift, the app-first, customer-first support platform. Samantha, Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks, Steve. It's great to be here. Sam, let's break it down at first. Like, when I'm thinking about chatbot marketing, I'm like, all right, it's going to be a bot. It's going to be automated. I'm talking to a robot, not a real person. Is there a benefit? Do people want to talk to a real person? What have you guys seen on your end? Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, users just want to get their problem resolved. And what we've found over time since we launched our chatbot offering a couple of years ago, and especially during COVID, we definitely saw a huge uptick in our customer base starting to deploy those chatbots because they had trouble getting agents into physical office spaces. What we found is that customers that actually had remote agents were actually able to handle the growing issue volume much faster than uh, customers who had agents in physical offices. At the same time, we saw that the number of customers and the amount of tickets they were automating actually started going up as people were locked down in their homes um, and playing mobile games, right? And and even people that didn't play mobile games before started to try mobile games. And so that was kind of uh, their their hobby during COVID. And we really saw that um, at the same time, a lot of our other KPIs that we look at, like response time, CSAT, um, all started improving. And the number of agents started going down as automation ramped up. So that, that was the kind of the trend that we saw during the two years of COVID. And we found that really interesting. And we're able to basically validate that at the end of the day, you know, as long as they're able to get their problem resolved, they don't really care whether they're talking to a bot or an agent. 
Now, there are some more complex problems that uh, still need human involvement. So what our bots really do a good job at is collecting that information, your name, your email, you know, maybe the last level you are playing, those type of verification questions, and then actually handing them over to agents. If you think about an agent trying to collect each of those pieces of information, it would probably take them three or four or five interactions to get the complete list. But with a bot, you're basically tapping or you're entering your verification information that you already have at hand. And then you're just handing that over to an agent who can then help you focus on solving your problem. We found that really effective. And that's kind of what we're seeing um, among our customer base. And the CSAT just continues to go up every year as the automation percentage goes up at the same time. I like what you said. Customers just want solutions. They don't care exactly where it comes from. Hey, Sam, one of the ways when I think about chatbot marketing, I'm just like, oh man, I don't know where to start. I have to come up with all these logic flows. What should I ask? What are some of the best practices for someone who's just like starting to do support? Like took off, went viral. Let's say the app went viral and now they're getting an influx of users. You know, for, for most apps, they start out with a smaller user base as they're testing and preparing for global launch. What we would really recommend if mobile and in-app is, is really where you're focusing having your users engage with your brand is a really good knowledge base. That is your FAQs so that they can help themselves, right? Like they can find answers to very common questions that really don't require a bot or a human to give them answers to. If you have a really strong set of FAQs that you can publish into your knowledge base, you can really start to create that self-service best practice that will allow most of your users to at least try to find answers on their own before going down a journey where they need more help. That's what we're focused on is starting the experience inside the app. So let me talk a little bit about our modern in-app support journey and how we provide this experience end-to-end -end inside the app. And it's also very, very personalized. A user will contact support through the app. So this is the beginning of the journey. We talked a little bit about the help center. That is really important for somebody starting out inside an app experience. This is where the app experience comes in. What we're finding is that a lot of our customers that uh, really have a strong knowledge base are able to provide up to 90% self-service to their users and some as high as 99% because they're constantly iterating on the FAQs that understand what the top issues are at any given time so that they can just create those new FAQs and publish them very quickly. We also provide a lot of reports along this journey that will enable our customers to identify where they can improve on this experience. So the help center, we have a ton of data on you know what FAQs are getting, which ones are marked as helpful, unhelpful um, across languages as well, so that they can constantly find ways to improve that deflection rate. So step two here is where our personalized journey starts. If the help center doesn't help them out, this is using our patented technology that's done by AI called Smart Intense. This is where we will use the customer's data history, or if they're a new customer coming from another tool, we can use their ticket history to run AI models to identify the top problem types. Once we're able to see that the problem types will kind of build out their intent models and will surface those to their users when they say, I need more help um, after going through an FAQ. So once they select their intent, then um, our quick search bot, which is also using AI and natural language processing, will show the most common FAQs that match their intent type. 
And because this is done by AI, the users who select this FAQ that matches the intent will continue to increase the accuracy of the AI. Over time, we do see this deflection rate improve. And currently, we're seeing about, on average, 9% deflection across all of our customers who are using this quick search bot, with some customers getting as high as 30%. And all it takes is really a good quality set of FAQs so that they can try to enable the users to self-serve. Now, the next step here is a custom bot. So if the quick search bot doesn't help them out, then the custom bots will trigger. And these custom bots are very use case specific, tied to the intent that they selected at step two. So the quick search bot is there to help them to start to collect some information or answer some of the questions that the quick search bot couldn't. And at that point, our customers can decide based on the intent category, based on the type of user you are, based on any other traits that they're trying to look at how to provide the service to them at what level of service they need to provide. Then they will decide whether the bot can fully handle the problem or if it should get handed over to an agent. For example, if I'm a premium user, when the custom bot is done, they might prefer to still have a human engage with that premium user to ensure that their problem is fully resolved and that they're happy with the experience. Or if there's a more complex problem that custom bots can't solve related to legal questions or you know policy um, questions that they still want a human to handle that, then the custom bot can hand over that type of issue to an agent who can then use the information collected earlier on by the bot to uh, try to resolve the user's problem. And because uh, some of the upfront legwork has already been done with um, steps two to four, then the agent can easily understand how far they've gone in trying to solve the problem on their own and then where they need to continue to provide support to help them to get to resolution. Once the problem is solved, then our feedback bot kicks in. So at any given time, the conversation can end and then feedback bot can kick in if the user says, okay, my problem has been solved. So this is all controlled by the user in the user's own time and to the preference of where they want to go next. So once the conversation ends, our feedback bot will kick in and it will ask them how their experience was and that five star rating will come up. And then based on the star rating, they can set up different workflows. Like for example, the four or five star could ask them for a rating at the app store. One, two can ask them for more feedback on why they gave such a low rating and how they, how they can improve, things like that. So that is all being controlled by our customers based on the personalization and the information they want to collect along this journey. Once feedback bot is done interacting with the user, then they just exit the support experience and they are brought back inside the app where they left off and you know they can continue with whatever they want to do inside the app or go somewhere else inside the app to continue exploring on their own. So all of this is done inside the app and it looks like it's uh, branded to our customers' own branding so that everything looks very seamless and connected for the user. Damn, what I really want to see next is all the stuff that we've been talking about, the flows, the automation, the custom bots. Can you show me how easy this is or how difficult it is to set this up? Definitely. Let's let's get into the demo. Here's one of our fintech demo apps. It's just a simple trading app that we created. Here's our help center. This is branded to look like the app. You can see the FAQs are inside the app. There's popular articles, and this is generated based on user clicks on what they're searching for as well. And they can search as well using the search terms if they need to do that. Now, if the help articles don't help them, then that's where they can click on the contact us icon. And the smart intense experience is what you're seeing here. From 
from here, you can type in a problem or you can select your problem. For the demo, we have typed in the problem and we just said my wallet is missing. So before I even type anything else, it's showing me, okay, here are popular intents that match what you're saying. How would you categorize it? And I basically say I'm lost. I lost my bank card here. Here's the quick search bot. So you can see the top three most relevant FAQs are showing up here based on the lost bank card problem. And the FAQ is there. You can take a look at it. You can also go back to it and see another FAQ if you want to. And there's a selective response at the bottom where it says, okay, these FAQs help me or I want to continue to get help. So at this point, mm. uh, it knows who I am because I'm authenticated. Right. I'm already inside the app. It knows that the, the person's name is Eric Ashby and they and they've lost their bank card and they want to be able to help them out because we have these bots that know the who the user is. Their bank cards are also connected to the back end systems with the bot and they can select which card they lost. So in this case, they're asking what date you lost it and what would you like to do with it? I want to block this card is an, a response I can select in the custom bot message. Here, the card has already been blocked. The new card will be sent out the next day and it's asking, is there anything you can help with? And here you can say, no, I'm all done for now, in which case the feedback bot will come up because your problem has been resolved. If you wanted to chat with an agent because you want to maybe check whether any transactions were made on the card while it was lost, you could do that. Or if you really, that's all you need and you just need a new card, you know there's no other transactions that have been made and no other concerns, then you can say, no, I'm all done for now. And the feedback bot comes up. So this is rating the experience. Did we answer all of your questions? If you say yes, then the star rating will pop up. If you say no, it can redirect you back to a flow that sends you to an agent or sends you to the bot again. So you can select another problem that you need help with. Based on the rating here, you can see we gave somebody a three stars. It can ask you the main reasons. So what are these reasons? And these reasons are all created by our customers as well, based on how they want to collect this information, how they want to measure things. And you can select a response there. And then at that point, it will confirm again, is there anything else we can help you with? Is there anything else we can improve on? And if you say, nope, that's it. The conversation ends right there. You can start a new conversation if you have another problem, or you can just press the X and it will take you right back into the app. That was a quick demo. If there's any follow-up questions, really I'd be happy to address. Yeah. It's a very nice experience, right? Very seamless. You, you probably did that in like two minutes instead of waiting on a five-hour phone call, which I experienced during COVID. It was just like insane. Hey, Sam, the, anything I missed that you want to make sure we cover? Um, to our viewers, you know, trying to build this journey is really not as hard as you think. We tried to get our customers set up in 30 days. We know what are the most common problem types across some of these uh, you know, verticals that service customers in, in the same way. And we can definitely get you uh, started up and running in, in 30 days or less. Our SDK is on over 3 billion mobile devices. We provide support on uh, the most common development frameworks um, that you you know of, like iOS, Android, Unreal, Unity, Coco, Xamarin, React Native. So we are very much experts in this space and would love to help anyone who wants to get started on this journey. One thing I want to hit on is the app first support for app first companies. And here's a case study if you guys want to check it out too. So they'll just take our word for it. Our customers are getting quicker responses. Chatbot system solves many issues without an agent. We've been able to focus our agents on more complex problems. I love that. And so check out, I'm going to have a hard time saying this, this financial. Rebozo. <laughs> okay. So 17 hour reduction in average customer wait time, 20% improvement in resolution, only three weeks, like Sam said. 
to deployment and integration with all that stuff. Sam, the other thing that is like your agents are probably happier. Look, improving the productivity of our agents helped shift allowed us to work with prioritizing cues of customer issues, which helped us a lot to optimize the team's routine and improve our response time. And I bet you the agents are actually more happier having to solve these more complex problems than some of these mundane ones that can be easily solved with a chatbot. So I love that quote. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're seeing a lot of our customers say this, um, you know, the agents feel like they're, they're doing more meaningful work instead of answering repetitive questions. Their CSAT is also going up. So it makes their important improvement uh and makes their performance look better and i think that uh the the brands are seeing that their users are coming back to their app because they're able to provide this personalized experience once again it is helpshift.com right here app first for app first companies you can request a demo and you can check out all the cool companies that have already been using help shift sam if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way do you want to send them anywhere else uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to our team. Um, we have a 30-day free trial that, uh, you know, we have per- very personalized experience from an onboarding specialist that will guide you through the entire experience. You can connect with me on LinkedIn if you want, and, you know, I'll be more than happy to have a conversation and, and you know, share some more information on, on how our customers are using us to keep their users happy and inside their app. Well, all that is linked up into the YouTube description as well with helpshift.com and Sam's LinkedIn. Join us for part three, where we're going to show you how easy it is to get your service desk and user feedback tool ready to go. So Eric's going to be joining us for that video to join us then. Sam, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you all for watching. And I'll see you on the next video. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.